Welcome to the Bible Marathon. The Bible Marathon is quote-unquote run in order to raise funds and to create awareness for Bibles for the persecuted church. So if you've been blessed by this video, I want to request your sponsorship, which consists of either a $4 or a $6 purchase of classic Christian books and 50% of each purchase goes toward the distribution of Bibles. So your sponsorship is greatly appreciated. Well, today we are picking up in the, uh, the second part of the sixth day of creation, and that is the creation of Adam and Eve. And we read in Genesis 1, verse 26, Then God said, Let us make men in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now, as we have considered with creation, the grand design of creation is the glory of God. And uh, Paul wrote in Romans 1 that creation reveals God's eternal power in divine nature. And in Revelation 4, verse 11, we see that God's glory and honor and power are in relation to uh, what he has created. And actually, probably in relation to is not the right word. It's more that it reveals God's glory, honor, and power. And also Psalm, 1, uh, Psalm 19, verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God. Now, when it comes to the creation of men, of Adam and Eve, we see the same God-centeredness. Because God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. So man was and is created to image forth or to resemble God, God in his nature. Now, obviously, there is a, an infinite distance between God and his creation, between God and human beings. Nevertheless, man has been created with the incredible privilege and honor of shining forth, bringing forth, or resembling the image of God. Now, Someone used the illustration of the Mona Lisa. So the Mona Lisa is considered one of the world's greatest paintings. And there is only one original, but there are many copies. Copies that have been uh, produced. And so God is the original, so to speak. And man, both male and female, are the copies. 
And the copies are meant to highlight or to testify of, to resemble the original. So man's entire existence is God-centered. And so when we talk about sin, and sin, the literal meaning of sin is to miss the mark, to miss the goal for why one exists, and that is to image fort God. So everything that does not image fort God is sin, is, is missing the goal, missing the mark. Now, what is it about God's image? So when we talk about, when God says, let us make men in our image after our likeness, what does the Bible mean? And in in Ephesians, Ephesians 4, verse 24, it talks about salvation. Salvation basically is the, the redemption, the reconciliation, but also the regaining of man's original design, which was to image forth God. So in Ephesians 4, verse 24, Paul wrote, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So the image of God is about true righteousness and holiness. Now, Paul used the word true, which indicates that there is a false righteousness, a righteousness that man's uh, man tries to produce in and of himself but true righteousness can only come from Jesus so the image of God the likeness of God is about righteousness and holiness now in Colossians 3 verse 10 Paul mentioned a third aspect of being created in the image of God and being after his likeness. And there he writes, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So knowledge is also part of the image of God. And the way that I understand it is that it is a knowledge that is based on reality. There is a lot of knowledge in this earth, but most of man's knowledge is based on a lie, is based on a delusion. And so in salvation, man's knowledge about the nature and reality of God is restored, so to speak. And also man's knowledge about man's man as a created being by God is restored so to be renewed in knowledge is to start seeing things as they are as they truly are both when it comes both when it relates to God and when it relates to men and that in this until we are glorified that is a continual process. Now, 
There is a fourth aspect that um, is part of being in the image of God and after his likeness, and that is dominion. That is um, ruling and reigning. Because God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now, in the fall, that dominion was lost because Adam and Eve um, succumbed to the lie of the serpent. So instead of ruling and reigning over the serpent, so to speak, with the truth of God, with God's word, man instead submitted to a created being, submitted to his counsel, his advice to disobey God. And so man's dominion was lost because he willingly submitted to a created being. Now, in salvation, God also restores our dominion. And that dominion, though, is is only found in and through Jesus Christ. And there is a passage in Romans 5 where it talks about that God gives us dominion. And let me see if I can quickly find it. Verse 17, Romans 5, verse 17, For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness will reign in life.